I would like to welcome you all to the Casino Insiders. I'm your host, Deacon Kane. As all of you guys know, Ace has moved on to some bigger and better things, but you never know. You may hear from him in the future, so that's kind of cool. But anyway, let's kind of talk about what we're going to go over today. Um, in Kentucky, they just started sports betting. Going to talk about that a little bit. Going to obviously talk about the NFL. Week uh, three going into week four a little bit. See what we can do. And I may have some fun facts for us. So let's kind of dive into things. We'll do recap of last week. And we'll just make this real quick. So here we go. Last week we were a winner with the Niners, the Browns, the Lions. We tied with the Saints. We were a winner with the Dolphins. We were also a winner with the Chargers. You got to like that. Chargers played, not played, but they finally got us a win. Uh, unfortunately, we lost with taking the Jets. We came back and we won with the Bills. Lost with the Jags. Jags, man, they're killing us this year. Killing us. But that's all right. We're going to move on from that and go next to the Ravens, who absolutely choked for us as well. So you got to like that. As much as I hate to say it, the Seahawks gave us a win. The Bears never going to vote or pick whatever it is for the Bears again. Justin Fields is horrible. He's probably one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, besides Garoppolo. Anyway, that's a different story. Uh, we huge huge ginormous winner with the cardinals as well as the steelers the eagles and we are big losers with la so we were 10 5 and 1 last week so that puts us right now at if my calculations are right 19 10 and 3 overall for weeks two and three. Now we're going to be going into week four. Week four has got a couple of really good matchups, and then it's got some real crappy matchups. Let's just be straightforward and honest. All right. So week four, here we come. We have the Lions at Green Bay Thursday night. Um, Lions are favored by one and a half points. I am going to go Lions minus one and a half. Next game we have, and if I'm not mistaken, this one's coming to us from London. Um, and you got the Falcons and the Jaguars. The Jaguars, which I have no idea why, but they're favored by minus three. I think I'm definitely going to take the Falcons in this one. Then we have the Dolphins, who just came off of scoring 70 points against the Broncos, who's a joke, let's just be honest. But they play with one of their rivals and nemesis, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills come into this game minus two and a half favorites. I think we're going to go ahead and take that because I think the Bills are going to be real tough against this team. This is going to be make or break for Miami. And the reason why I say that is they played a joke of a team. Are they going to step up going into Buffalo and win? I don't know, but I'm taking the Bills. Go Bills. 
This is the absolute joke of the day for a football game. You've got the Bears versus the Broncos. In my opinion, it's a toss-up. But they're giving Russell Wilson's team minus three and a half as a favorite. So as much as I even hate to take this game, I'm going to take the minus three and a half Broncos in Denver. Next one is going to be Ravens at the Browns. This to me is also an interesting matchup. The reason being is this. The Browns are favored minus two and a half points. The Ravens just came off a bad loss. Let's just be upfront with that. But the Ravens again own the Browns. So it's kind of one of those things. It's another division rivalry, which is going to be a hard-hitting game, which I'll love, love, love to see. But I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to take the Brownies at home, minus two and a half. Next, we have the Bengals at the Titans. Bengals just came off a big win against the Rams. Um, With that being said, they're two and a half point favorites against the Titans, who are struggling big time. They can't seem to get Derrick Henry going. Nobody can seem to get going. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals minus two and a half. Now this game, for me, was very difficult because of this. The Rams go on the road again, two weeks in a row. They're playing the Indianapolis Colts. Now, with that being said... The Colts have Gardner Minshew. So if Gardner Minshew is starting, I think they get the W over the Rams. Yep, I called it here, folks. I'm going to take the Colts minus one and a half over the Rams. Minshew magic. Here we go. Now you've got the Buccaneers at the Saints. Buccaneers had a, well, did they even really show up? The other night against the Philly. That was pretty ugly. But they're playing their division rival, the Saints, which these games are notorious, notorious, notoriously hard-hitting games and kind of back-and-forth battles. So we're going to see what happens. Expect a few brawls and big hits in this game. But I'm going to go ahead and take the points, take plus three, and the Buccaneers in this game. The next game. This one's a strange one because the Commanders are actually playing some decent ball. And they're playing at Philly, who's favored by minus eight. I think I'm going to roll the dice on this one. I'm going to take the eight points and the Commanders. I think that's going to be a good decision here. Now, here's the second worst game of the day. Yes, you heard it here, folks. You got the Vikings favored by minus three and a half at Carolina Panthers. You know, you got Bryce Young back coming back. They really don't have too many weapons for him behind him, it seems like. Um, Their defense is pretty much decimated. Shaq Thompson's out. And then you got the Vikings, who who knows who's going to show up for the Vikings this week. I really don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and take the plus three and a half. I'm going to take the Panthers at home. Let's rock. Let's go. Now you got the Steelers favored 
at the Texans, minus three and a half. D'Amico Ryans just came off his first win. C.J. Stroud actually remembered how to play football. So that's a good win, but their defense played a lot better. But you're also going up against the Steelers, whose defense is starting to come into its own. I'm going to take eh, the Steelers, minus three and a half, which I have no problem with. Then we've got the Raiders. <laughs> Sorry. The Raiders versus the Chargers. Chargers are favored by five and a half. Um, Grock Blow could be still on concussion protocol. So don't know if he's going to start or they're going to start that kid. Is it O'Donnell, O'Neal, O'Connell? I can't remember which one. My bad. I apologize. Should have double-checked that. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers. Minus five and a half points. Now we got a fun one. This is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Patriots. Cowboys come off a really, really fugly loss to the Cardinals. And they are actually favored against New England minus seven. My question is, is this, is, is Blaine going to step up at corner for him? Or is Mac Jones actually going to wake up and start playing ball? I don't know. But one thing I do know is they are going into New England against Belichick, and Belichick will surprise the daylights out of you. But I'm going to take the Cowboys minus seven. Now, this is a ball game that is difficult for me because, as you guys know, I am a diehard Niner fan. But 14 points, that is a lot of points. Even though the Niners have averaged 30 points a game in the last three games. Um, and given up 12, 23, and 7. So, I'm going to take the chance because the Cardinals came off of that big win against the Dallas Cowboys. And I am going to take the Cardinals minus or plus 14 points. Let's see what happens. This is a divisional game, so that 14 points... You never know. You got Casey going into New York. This to me is a no-brainer. I don't care what anybody says. You got to take Casey minus the nine and a half. Then you've got Seattle at New York. And this one is kind of stumps me because New York is minus one and a half points. Sorry, Dana Jones just isn't playing where I think he should be. Their line is horrendous. Seattle, Geno Smith is starting to wake up again, you know, get those old bones moving. He's playing some decent ball. They're running game strong. Defense is playing, eh, fair to Midland. I can't stand Seattle, but I'm going to take them. Plus one and a half points. Yeah, they're the underdog in this one. And if I'm not mistaken, that's a Monday night game. So here we go. Recap. We are going to take... The Lions, the Falcons, the Bills, the Broncos, the Browns, the Bengals, the Colts, the... Who is that? Oh, yes, that is the Buccaneers. We're also going to take the Commanders, the Panthers, the Steelers, the Chargers, and... Come on, come on, computer. Oh, standby one, folks. My computer's acting funny. There we go. Love it when it does that. So, again, we're going to take the Chargers, the Cowboys, 
the Cardinals, the Chiefs, and Seattle. Remember, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at the Casino Insiders. And you can go to our website at thecasinoinsiders.com. Check out our store, Deuces the Shop, and go get yourself a sweatshirt. If you feel like going to Las Vegas and you want to have a little bit of fun, which we know everybody has fun, but you're going to be down on Fremont Street, get your drinking around Fremont Street t-shirt. It's a blast. Oh my God, it's too much fun. But remember, as we always like to say, drink responsibly, please, folks. Which I probably won't either, so don't worry about it. But here we go. Um, I kind of wanted to get into some of the stuff that's going on in Kentucky. So Kentucky just started sports gambling. Sports book. Um, apparently, in two weeks of it being open... There have been 4.5 million in bets placed in the first two weeks. So, yeah, being a little redundant there. Sorry about that. So, 4.5 million. Now, they're expecting the tax revenue from the gambling to be upwards of $1 billion a year, which Kentucky definitely needs that, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Now... Apparently on Thursday, um, I'm not sure, reading the article here, there's really no date. If it's this Thursday that just passed or the coming up Thursday, they're going to be doing some online betting and allowing that to happen. Kind of interesting. I also wanted to look up one other thing. Give me a minute. Ah, sorry about that, guys. As you guys know, I try and keep my notes and do my notes and all that kind of good stuff just so I know where I am and what I got going on. So give me a moment here. Oh, so a little update um, in regards to Caesars and MGM properties that are still under the hostage takeover. Um, What's also going on there is that there are a bunch of lawyers that are getting involved. I know those good old blood-sucking lawyers coming out. But what they're doing is they are putting together class action lawsuits against both Caesars and MGM due to the fact that a lot of people's information is out there now. Um, wherever it got stolen, who knows exactly how many people have been affected by this. This is going to be a lot bigger than what it already is yeah kind of scary kind of interesting what also is pretty cool is in my opinion there's going to be a strike right before the f1 hits and um it is all the culinary folks all of the bartenders all the waitresses and waiters and servers and barbacks and all that Um, It's looking more and more and more like they're going to. Now remember, F1's just a month and change away. So it's amazing how many things are going on right before this. And not only that, Vegas is straight up torn up right now because of the F1 race. 
Um, apparently, a gentleman lost his life working unsafe, trying to get the um, stands ready. It's kind of sad that Vegas has done this. Um, yeah, F1's going to be cool in Las Vegas, but at what cost? You know? And here we go. Here's a few better numbers in regards to how many hospitality workers in Las Vegas um, may be striking. You're looking at 60,000 people. 60,000, folks. That is quite a bit. This is unprecedented. I mean, this could possibly shut down Vegas if this happens. Hey, good for them. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. If Vegas can charge 50 bucks for a freaking margarita, guess what? They deserve a raise. I have to agree with them. I back them 100%. Let's go, folks. Let's do it. I'm going to take a little break here. Because I've been doing a lot of talking, I need to get a little more water in me, and I'll be back, folks. All right, folks, we are back. And let me tell you, we got some fun facts for you. These are basically all about Las Vegas. My next goal for our next show is to find some fun facts about Atlantic City, about Monte Carlo, um, about Venice, so on and so forth. So... Here we go. And obviously everything's revolving around casinos. So, this question actually came up to me a while back and I completely forgot about it. What does Las Vegas mean? Well, Las Vegas means the meadows due to the water found in underground artesian wells. I thought that was actually kind of cool. I didn't know that. The next one is the famous Las Vegas Strip. It's not located within the city limits of Las Vegas. It actually falls under the jurisdiction of Clark County. With its millions of lights, Las Vegas is considered the brightest spot on Earth. Which, come on, does that really surprise you? Annual rainfall in Las Vegas totals slightly more than 4 inches. That's a lot of rainfall for a desert. I mean, go figure. That's quite a bit. And to think that off of that 4 inches... They get huge flash floods. Think about that. At 1,149 feet, the stratosphere is the tallest observation tower in the United States and second tallest freestanding structure west of the Mississippi River. River? The river. River. There we go. Spit it out. River. Boy, it's amazing when you're taping this at 3 o'clock in the morning what happens. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'll get back to my fun facts. Here we go. Consumption of shellfish in Vegas is over 60,000 pounds per day. That's higher than the rest of the United States combined. Now that's crazy. <laughs> All I think of is a lot of EpiPens when I hear shellfish. I don't know. Go figure. The Las Vegas metropolitan area is the most densely populated in the state of Nevada with a population of more than 1.6 million. You like weddings? Well, in Vegas, they've got a bunch. Nearly 300 weddings happen every day. 
there are over 15,000 miles, yes, folks, 15,000 miles of neon tubing within the city. I don't know, I want to say bring back the 80s. No, just kidding, just kidding. More than 1,200 fountains are involved in the famous Bellagio Fountain Show. Standing tall at 550 feet and measuring 520 feet in diameter, the high roller holds the record for being the tallest observation wheel on the planet. Now, this one kind of amazed me. Um, back in 1941, the population of Las Vegas was right around 10,000 people. In 82 years, it has God, I can't even say quintupled, zippled, whatever, let's say about 10,000%. That's actually kind of cool how what has been done and how it's been changed from basically being a farming slash desert town to being a metropolis for gambling. I don't know. I find that kind of cool, kind of funny. Um... I would definitely like to say thank you to everybody for checking out the Casino Insiders. I hope that you guys are having as much fun with the NFL picks as I am. I'm kind of having a blast, and I hope you're enjoying the new format with just myself. Um, I'm going to be coming up with a little bit better content coming up. I do have been doing some research, um, just trying to stick around the 20-25 minute mark for you guys so you guys don't get too bored of me and my voice <laughs> which just ask my wife she'll tell you she gets real bored of me and my voice all the time but that's a different story alrighty folks a few things to end on today tonight or tomorrow whenever you guys are checking this out I would definitely love for you guys to check out my book, Mastering Blackjack, a comprehensive guide to becoming a skilled player. It's a great little book, kind of threw it together to help some folks out there, beginners and immediates, and well, that's probably about it on this one. Might get a little bit more extensive in regards to that. A little further down the road, look for my background book, which should be coming out in about a month or so. I'm just finishing up a few little details in regards to that. Um, what else do we have? Oh, yes. Gotta go to Deuces the Shop. You gotta go and get your drinking around Fremont Street. As well as your hoodie. We got some pretty sick hoodies. Numerous colors. We also got big boy sizes. Five and a half. So, now five and a half, five times, five XXXXXLs and all that kind of good stuff. So, for me here at the Casino Insiders, deuces, good night.